0: Hi, and welcome to Is That a Joke? I'm Tiff. And I'm Chris. And today we
1: have a very special episode. This is sort of a... uh... Is it a
0: very special episode? Like in the 90s, we're going to talk about racism? No, we're going to talk about AIDS. (laughs) Tiffany! I'm sorry, you're right. Talking what was about, I thinking?
1: Talking about racism in the 90s, so passive. Racism didn't exist in the 90s. Bill Clinton was president, and my one of my black friends says that Bill Clinton's allowed to say the N-word.
0: <laughs> it wasn't me. It, I'm not that black friend. It was Donald Glover. That's not <laughs> your friend.
1: I mean, it feels like he's my friend. We should, I no, we're taking <laughs> away from what I want. That is correct. Anyway, so what we're doing is we're doing a, a, a kind of a mini-series within this podcast where we share passionate things we care about to each other. And one of those things that Tiffany cares about is a television program known as The Vampire Diaries. Y'all,
0: I love watching those whiny white people be upset and kill each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Starting in 2008, created by Who Gives a Shit, uh, ran on the network, Who Gives a Fuck. It is The Vampire Diaries. And that's Hear not- me out. Yeah?
0: Based on a very shittier series of books in the 90s that I did actually... So I had a deal with one of my friends before she died. She was like, I will give you $20 if you can read one of these books. And Mm. I could not do it. They are garbage. But then she died. And then I was so sad that I read three and a half Vampire Diaries books. And then I went, there's got to be something better. And that's what made me start the show. Mm. And so it's got this very special place in my heart. Even though I know it's not... No one's talking about the Vampire Diaries and writing papers about it. Like, it's Breaking Bad.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, that's a wonderful little sentiment behind it. Sad but wonderful all the same. Yeah. So, and this is my first time ever seeing it. I've only known it by name. And so what me and Tiffany decided was that I would watch the first three episodes because I feel like that's usually, that's not, you can't, especially for a show that's long, that's run as goddamn long as the Vampire Diaries have. I'm not saying I get the show now. I just wanted, like, a little taste of how it started. It was
0: only eight seasons.
1: It's so long. <laughs> well, hold up. I'm going to stop you right there. You say eight seasons. You forget. These are eight network TV seasons where every episode is 22, where every season is 22 episodes long. If we're talking, like, eight streaming-era seasons, then yeah, that's just, like, Hear me out, a, though. a couple weekends. We
0: got to watch Elena fall in love twice.
1: I don't care about that. <laughs> so what I do care about... What I do care about is the very first episode, because what I did is I watched the first three episodes, Mm -hmm. and then Tiffany suggested two random episodes to me that appealed to her in some specific way that we'll we'll get into later. Yeah,
0: we'll figure it out.
1: And in general, I I can just tell you, I have notes about the first three episodes, and we'll kind of skim through those, but just right off the bat, the general consensus, the first three episodes is they're not very good. They're not. But they're not very good in a very typical and understandable TV kind of way. Like, they are not unbearably bad. They're just, it's a lot of TV problems. Awkward pacing, stiff acting, really subpar uh, visual aesthetics.
0: Oh my god, some of those clothes are so of their time. It is one of my favorite things to rewatch for.
1: Truly, the clothes, the music, and the references are what carried me through the pilot episode. Yeah. Because it is very much a pilot episode in that... I don't think, and this is a common problem I'll go with, for these select episodes, I'm not judging the series as a whole.
0: I mean, you do what you want to do, it's not going to make me love it any less. That's
1: fair, and I don't want, that's not at all my accomplishment, my goal here. This first episode has, like, little to no conflict, but a lot of intrigue, which is like, that's kind of typical for a pilot, you know? Yeah. You want to reel the viewers in, it just means it's not a particularly good episode of television, but I also saw that it was based on novels and I had to take in consideration that's also probably why there's a lot more setup and a lot less interesting concrete drama happening in these first three episodes.
0: Because Elena's parents just died. Yes. And now she's sad all the time so she wears dark colors, but she's got popular friends. One of them is a black girl who may or may not be a witch, who can tell, and the other is Caroline.
1: Yeah. By the way, that black friend of hers, and I, I did have to write this down because I'm me, Sorry. <laughs> Dropped a big old trans slur in the first episode. Oh, probably. Which, again, 2008, that makes sense, unfortunately. But I will say, Elena, after, okay, after this friend, and her name is Sage, right? Bonnie. Bonnie, thank you. So Bonnie did drop that slur. But then she said to Elena, like, is that okay? And then Elena Strip said, like, no, we're past that. Not in, like, an angry way, but. Just, I, come on. It's just nice that someone acknowledged that it's a slur. In that day and age. Yeah, that's
0: wild for them.
1: Even if they said it, the fact that they were like, wait, should I say that? Part of me was just like, okay. You know, I I won't say that won me over, but it definitely was just like, it's not what I expected.
0: My thing I always remember about the pilot is how flat everyone's hair is. Yeah. They all have the flattest hair that's not doing anything in that pilot.
1: We are in 2008. This is flat style, baby. (laughs) Every day is flat fuck Friday. I don't like that. That is too bad.
0: I don't like that. I'm glad we left it in the past. I don't like that.
1: Oh, Flat Fuck Friday is back, y'all, but it's not for hair. Now it's just a picture of a very fat and flat alligator that we post every Friday on Twitter for some reason and say it's Flat Fuck Friday, y'all. Anyway, that's not Vampire Diaries related, so So who gives a shit?
0: Yeah, get it out of here.
1: Absolutely. So I will uh, now go through some notes, and I will say something that struck me off the bat. Okay, now you can remind me of this. Yes. What state does this series take place in? Virginia. Thank you. Because I noticed in the first episode, in the background, the teacher character was actually talking about Virginia's relationship to the Civil War. Mm -hmm. And I was like, weird. That's the second vampire show, True Blood, that has uh, its own southern roots and also kind of vaguely acknowledges the southern politics of its time. We'll
0: say, watched both shows, Vampire Diaries is first. Isn't it?
1: Oh, you mean chronologically? Like when they came out. Oh, 100%. Yes. yes.
0: True Blood was a few years later. Loved both for very different reasons. Yes. I love horny vampires. But also, I believe Vampire Diaries books are in the 90s, while True Blood books are a little later.
1: I think you're right. And yeah, the, <laughs> it really feels like they're trying to do a lot of updating.
0: Yeah, they are. <laughs> they, Because those books are painful. Like, because they are written pre-cell phones and stuff, so there's a bit that they keep where Elena's, like, in the the graveyard where her parents are buried, and then there's a lot of smoke! And you're like, this is not the part of the book I wanted you to keep. This part is bad!
1: Okay, I'm glad you brought that up, (laughs) Because that also brought up one of my favorite terrible lines, which I would just say in general, these first three episodes also have really bad TV dialogue. Yeah! Which in that every character just constantly explains their thought process rather than talking normal. Yeah. And usually the thing is, True Blood also was not... True Blood did not have a very natural dialogue.
0: True Blood was crazy. But
1: True Blood's tone set it up for camp and set it up for bombast. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, more than anything, I feel like the Vampire Diaries is almost like trying to do what True Blood would eventually do in its first couple episodes on a tiny shoestring budget. So, points for creativity. And that line about the fog (laughs) reminds me, I believe Elena said something along the lines of, it's the fog, it's making me foggy. Which, you know, a classic conundrum we've all dealt with. <laughs> you no,
0: know, how when you see fog, you gotta drive through fog. You're just like, ooh, I'm foggy.
1: Also, another line, and then we'll move on to the next couple episodes, <laughs> where uh, she says to the lead guy, Stefan. Stefan. Thank you. Why are you Stefan. making
0: him fancier? I hate his face.
1: Oh my god, he's, he's so awkward to look at in the first episode. Something
0: about his <laughs> hair and his face. Everything about him is a little too pointy for me.
1: It also doesn't help that, like, okay. I get it. You can't actually cast teenagers in a show about high school. You're going (laughs) to have to cast actors. This dude straight up looks like 35 coming into the school.
0: Fun fact that I had to hold in because I didn't want to tell you. Please go. Elena left. Degrassi to be on the show. Okay. I th- that is why she left Degrassi, was when the Vampire Diaries was being made, made.
1: I knew that name, Nina Dorbev, or yeah. however you say it. I knew that sounded familiar. She
0: played Darcy, I think?
1: I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, these first couple... I'll, I'll just say this. In general, the more the first couple episodes focused on high school stuff, the less it had me.
0: Oh, yeah, that's not where the show shines.
1: Exactly. I've, again... All the stuff I don't like about the show so far in these first couple episodes, it's very like, but I get it. I don't want to hold it against that, you know?
0: Stefan's intro always makes me laugh because <laughs> the beginning of the show as a whole is the dumbest thing, but I love it so much.
1: <laughs> you know, it was interesting you said that because I, so when it comes to vampires, every canon has like a kind of different version of vampires. Like, yeah. Are vampires humans clinging on to their humanity despite their monstrous intentions? Or are they just straight-up monsters in the guise of humans? And I think either is a valid interpretation. They kind of do a bit of both. Yeah. So, for instance, one of my favorite all-time shows, unfortunately, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Goodbye. Th- that one, their main theme is that all the vampires are monsters and monsters till the end. They will have human elements, but at the end of the day, they will always be monsters and they will always be ruled by bloodlust. Yeah. This show is not going for that. And that's not a criticism, it's just, I just think it's interesting the way we can culturally interpret vampires. Oh boy,
0: that's because I couldn't find the secret episode. There's an episode where you learn later, because you Mm -hmm. know, I got to pick some. Yes. Originally, you told me I could pick three, but I only picked two, because there's an episode, Stefan is what they call a ripper, where he drinks blood so aggressively that he rips their bodies apart. And it's so fucking funny because there's one episode where you see him in a house full of bodies, and you see the head come off, and then you see him pick it back up, put it back on the body, and then like pat it like I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite things, wow. but I don't know what episode that is, and I didn't want to tell you what you were missing. Yeah. But like that's one of my favorite things.
1: See, now it makes sense. Yeah. That does sound pretty fun. It's I- so funny. And funny you say that because episode two. There was a moment that happened that I genuinely laughed at that was funny and well acted. So, Jeremy and Jenna are having a fight.
0: I hate Jeremy's face. Continue.
1: That's fine. <laughs> so, Jeremy and Jenna are having a fight in this episode. And at one point, she just, out of frustration. And Jenna is kind of like a younger person taking them in because their parents died. So yeah, she She's
0: their cool it.
1: I'm not going to lie to you. By the third episode, I was actually kind of invested in Jenna. Yeah. I, I was like, dude, this lady has like a story. And an arc, and she's behaving like a human. She became my favorite character in the third episode. I love Jenna. It it also helps that she has this moment where, in frustration with Jeremy for his school shenanigans, just chucks an apple at him while he's going (laughs) up the stairs. And he turns around and, in one of the most human readings of the entire show, says, Ow, why why would you do that? (laughs) It was such a nice, like, moment that kind of broke away from the TV staleness of it and just felt like... Suddenly, I was watching two real people with a real conflict, and that's when I was like, okay, there's something here. It's like it's what you want out of your first couple episodes. Yeah. You want a moment that makes the viewer say, wait, that caught me. That intrigues me. So, second episode is actually moving up a little. And yeah, as I mentioned by the second episode, I'm already liking Jenna. I'm liking her story even though I mostly hate the kind of quippy dialogue. Again, though, when I say hate, it's a very... I don't even mean hate. I just mean...
0: It's so of its time.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's just of its medium as well. And I will say there was another moment that kind of won me over. So, by this point... You know your feelings on Jeremy and his face? Yeah. Double that for me and Damon. I hate his stupid fucking <laughs> angular face. The second he showed up...
0: I love him so much. <laughs> I was
1: like, smack him. Someone please smack him.
0: Oh my god, he loves working those eyebrows.
1: <laughs> I will say, that actor, Ian... Sm- whatever. Ian something. Yeah. He has such a uniquely angular face that... He could only really play a vampire.
0: You know what's so funny? Is, um, so I, as you know, did a watch of Smallville way later than I should have. Yeah. And he is in Smallville as this man who like, can't be killed as well. And I was like, yeah, you're still playing a fucking vampire, my man. You're yeah. always just a fucking vampire.
1: <laughs> I mean, with a face like that. And I will say, his acting got better as the series went on. But yeah. that's besides the point.
0: Oh my god, I'm so excited.
1: So, another moment that won me over for the most part, I was really sick of Damon the moment he showed up. I
0: love him so much. He's perfect.
1: And there's a part near the end of episode two where Stefan just truly tears him down verbally. Yeah. Says, like, you're hanging around me because you're pathetic and you have nothing else to do. And honestly, like, again, I thought the acting from both of them was really hokey in the first episodes. Mm -hmm. But that moment, I was like, again, I was shocked. I was like, wait, this is a human moment with some actual, like, Context behind it. Yeah, it's like, and again, the show just keeps having these great moments to where I'm like, I can see why the fan base flocked to this. So, second episode, still not good, but getting better.
0: Yeah.
1: And by the third episode, I'm
0: so
1: excited. Let's see. Uh, I don't know why I wrote this, but my first note for the first episode, the third episode, is just a bunch of numbers terrifying people. What cucks? <laughs>
0: I really wish I would have rewatched. Yeah, I... I That's really funny, because I have no clue.
1: <laughs> I don't know why... You know what it is? Uh, I actually did not take that many notes during the third episode. Oh, okay. Because as I was watching it, I was like, wait, this is starting to develop into something. Yeah. And it all mostly takes place in the, uh, the football field during of the course. game, which is like... Uh, I like when TV episodes instead of just... And this is the biggest problem with, like, high school TV drama is it can feel just really monotonous after a while, because after a while, every episode's just like, they go to school, stuff happens, they leave, you know? Yeah. But in this one, when they take singular settings, it's like, okay, this episode is focused on the football game specifically with some little stuff here and there. Yeah, yeah. I like that structure. And I like that structure because that moves us to season three, episode 14. Oh, my God. Which oh takes my place God. almost entirely in a mansion, and by this point, I'm almost just prepared to call it an actually good show. <laughs> Because the acting, production quality, dialogue, have all stepped up tremendously from the first season already. I believe
0: that is the one I picked because by then Klaus is there, and I love Klaus. Klaus is my favorite character. He gets a whole spinoff that I am obsessed with. I love Klaus.
1: We'll talk about that. So we will
0: hold on. Also, because I cannot tell you two of my favorite tweets of all time. Go ahead. One of them was from him. And he was like, oh, I was in this new movie, blah, blah, blah. And it was after, like, after the show had wrapped. And he was like, you know, sometimes I get sad because no matter how I smile, I just look like a serial killer. And the other one was him saying, um... He was like, oh, I thought I got recognized somewhere today. But then the person was like, oh, my God, you were in the Princess Diaries. (laughs) And that's really funny. (laughs) Oh, my God, that is good. (laughs) And he just knows he looks like a crazy person, and he does not care.
1: Yeah, I mean, the whole original stable, like, at this point, in the first three seasons, I was like, okay, I'm done with high school. It's... The high school drama is just not terribly interesting to me. Yeah. Once we get to the third, once we get to this episode, uh, and everyone is just an older vampire who's basically like decades, millennia old, and just they're all camping around a big empty mansion, I'm like, okay, this is much more yeah. consistent and up my alley. This is like, the, the campiness and the melodrama of the first season was really hacky. This one's like, no, this feels right here.
0: Can I ask a question?
1: Absolutely you can.
0: Is this werewolves or horse picture?
1: Uh, You're going to have to ask that again, because what?
0: Is this the werewolf episode or the episode where he gives that horse picture? That's how I chose these two. Oh boy, I might have given you the wrong one. What's this one?
1: This one is about this this cast of the originals, these older vampires, and they all come together in this uh, mansion, and basically the main plot line is that they are all being sired together with a spell by the mom of the family because she has vowed oh. that even though she loves her children, she will kill every single one of them because they are abomination, it's which not was not the
0: one I meant to give you, but still a good one.
1: Yeah, too bad. Honestly, this feels more like a backdoor pilot than anything.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't.
1: Which is crazy to me. I thought this was totally the original's backdoor pilot. No,
0: the original's backdoor pilot is different and kind of boring.
1: That's fair. This one I liked. I liked this episode, although I will say, once again, there's kind of a lack of conflict which makes sense because it feels like we're basically introducing a new cast of characters and we're kind of getting to know their dynamics. And some of them apparently... Actually,
0: you've known them for a little while. This is... Wait, what episode is this? 314? Yes, ma'am. You're so in the season that you're supposed to already know the conflict.
1: Okay. So this episode is a bit slower for that reason, yeah. but there are still motions moving and there's a lot of really good character dynamics I liked in this one. So for instance... Uh, I actually, at one point I wrote, wait, am I actually invested in Elena's specific relationships with Damon and Stefan? Because at this point, Damon cares about her, but is a controlling dickhead. Yes. And Stefan loves her. Why do
0: you keep making his name so fancy?
1: It just seems like that to me. But Stefan loves her, but cares more about killing Klaus than her. Yes. And I was like oh my god, it's like, god damn it! they've got a love triangle that I, I actually want to see follow through. <laughs> That's hard to do.
0: It is, yeah.
1: So it's like, good on it them. It does
0: go too long.
1: That's fair, which is a common TV problem in general.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and at one point, there's a lot more of Stefan just telling Damon that he needs to... <laughs> After watching Damon try to torture him in the first season, and in this episode, Stefan just straight up tells Damon, it's like, you're way too emotional about this, dude. <laughs> It was pretty vindicating.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like, I, I really like that moment. I imagine people who are watching the show week to week were like living for that moment, like, yes, yeah, Stefan, take him down a notch.
0: It was really, actually, it's so weird because there are those people. There are Stefan people. I am not one of them because it feels very much like Stefan presents as this nice, gentle boy. But he's a fucking crazy man. While Damon is like, me? I don't care about anything. I don't care. But, like, you poke him too hard and he'll probably cry. And that's, like, what I live for. I live for a soft, angry boy. You know this. By
1: this point, I'm not into him. Because at one point in the episode, he, uh, Damon, telling Elena to leave, snatches her arm. Which I'm already, I'm like, "Mm mm-mm, no. No. And then he follows it up with the line, I'm mad at you because I love you. And uh, in my notes, I said, okay, after four episodes, I'm happy to say that Damon sucks.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong, but I
1: Although, then, then, then there's that part where one of the vampires was trying to kill a human uh, on the second floor just for fun. Damon walks up, pushes him off the edge, and snaps his neck. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty alpha. I gotta <laughs> give it to you, Damon. That's a cool thing you did there. I appreciate that. So, yeah, even though I don't like him, he, he it's like, I but... I don't like him in the sense that he's a good character that I don't like. Yeah. This is not a jest from Gilmore Girls where he's a bad TV character written badly and then no, played badly. No, you're not
0: supposed to like him by then.
1: Yes, this is the dire- this is what the creators want and they are succeeding. Good job. It took 3 seasons, but still some some TV shows never find their footing. They so, really,
0: yeah, they knew how to make us hate him then.
1: Also, I noticed this. Personal realization about me personally in vampire stories? I love old vampires who just want (laughs) to (laughs) die. Yeah. So the mom of the family has this dude sitting next to her, and I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. I don't either. And she pretty much says, like, you know, if I do this, you're also going to die. And he's just like, I'm ready to die. And I love vampires who just want to die. Yeah. One of my favorite moments in the last Twilight film is when during this big fight at the end between the werewolves and the vampires, two werewolves are about to double team on this old-ass vampire, and right before they rip him in half, he just says, Finally. And it's one of my favorite goddamn moments in any movie ever.
0: There's a moment like that in True Blood where there's this old vampire and all this shit happens with him all season. And then he literally just burns in the sun. And he, like, puts his arms out. And he's just so happy for it to happen. And, like, I love that shit.
1: I love that kind of stuff. Also, Matt was the character who... Oh,
0: my God. I hate Matt Donovan.
1: Matt was the character who almost got his hand broken. And I say this because later on he's at a bar where Rebecca a vampire who was fucking with him but also kind of fell for him a bit, mm-hmm. tries to cheer him up, <laughs> and he straight She's up... one of the originals. Yeah, and he straight up says, like, well, I got my hand broken, and I just found out I don't have health insurance. Why is this show suddenly really funny? <laughs> like, like, randomly, this show just drops real ge- genuine comedic jokes, and they're really good.
0: I hate Matt Donovan.
1: That's nice. Anyway, <laughs> so, in general... I like this episode a lot more. This is the kind of episode, if you showed me, I'd be like, I'd like to see more of the show. It's like a 7 out of 10 episode, because again, there's really no conflict. But I'm also seeing it in a specific light. Yeah. So this isn't like a final word. I may see the series again, and we'll talk about it after this next episode, and then it'll make more context. Uh Okay. And then we move on to the last episode you watched, you suggested for me, Season 4, Episode 9. And uh, just right off the bat, I'd like to say... Fuck you, Tiffany. That ruined my goddamn (laughs) evening. That was the last thing I watched before I went to bed. Now, to be fair, you didn't warn me, but you also, like, didn't want to spoil it for me. Yeah. So I don't actually mean fuck you. Oh, I know. But still. And also, this episode, though, gotta give it up. Glow Up of the Century goes to Tyler, because I hated that little bitch in the first season for those three episodes. Oh, my God. And then that one episode, the character, her sister, just, his sister keeps calling on the phone like, Hey, you okay, Tyler? And at one point in my notes, I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up about Tyler already. And then all of a sudden, he's a great character in this one yeah, episode. Yeah. Okay, just in general, I'll get off the bat. This is a fantastic episode of television. This is genuinely good TV. It's everything that I've been complaining about all fixed. It's like, you want conflict? There's like three different stories happening at <laughs> once or intersecting, yeah. progressing. Every character has, like, a reason to be there. Every line of dialogue is silly, but it makes more sense.
0: Do you know the guy that plays Taylor? I don't know if he's still in it, but he was at least in the first season of the Roswell remake. And that is why I tried to watch it. But that show is so fucking boring that I could not do it.
1: Yeah, the thing they don't tell you about Roswell, it's, it's mostly a romance show with, like, smatterings of supernatural stuff. And the more a romance supernatural show focuses on the romance, the more boring it usually is. It's true. So, love that. And again, a, a lot of my stuff here is just uh just me saying, wow, the show's suddenly good. And again, Tyler comes up with a plan where he's basically going to sort of bury himself underground with a vampire inside him. He's basically like saying his goodbyes to people because yeah. he's going to be stuck for like millennium if not longer.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to he, desecrate himself. That's how they talk about it.
1: And he yes, thank you. And he tells his mother this, and then his uh, mother after a long pause says, but you'll miss graduation. And once again, (laughs) is this show just secretly a really good comedy? (laughs) Because that's fucking funny.
0: I don't think they want so many of these to be funny, but they are so funny to me now.
1: See, here's the thing. You say that these are clearly comedy jokes. I don't remember. (laughs) they're, They're not going for like the tone of like, when she says that, he even like side-eyes her, you know? It, it's it's a joke. Okay. okay. Suddenly the show just randomly has really genuinely funny lines and I love that when a show can kind of just go all over the place genre-wise. Yeah. And this episode in general just with uh, Elena trying to reconnect with her brother who straight up wants to murder her oh, yeah. the second he sees her right, right, right. to Tyler and his hybrids who are half werewolf, half vampire. That's from Klaus. Being held under Klaus, (laughs) I remember that, under the season, uh, uh, underground with their own little storyline, that's great. And then Stefan kind of finds himself bouncing back and forth between these. Uh, And also, I want to say it's very funny, my impression of Klaus was changed radically, because in that first episode he was introduced in, the season three episode... Yeah. All I knew about him was his face and then just everyone being like, we got to kill this dude. We got to
0: kill Klaus.
1: So we got to kill this. And then by the beginning of the this next episode, season four, the first thing that says is, is Stefan walking in the room being like, hey, Klaus, can I borrow your weird sword?
0: It's just like, <laughs> hold on. How do we get here? Yeah, I made you watch some random ones. And that's okay. But it was such a treat, because I wanted you to get a real little like taste of the flavor of the show.
1: And luckily, like most good networked uh, dramas, there's always a big previously on beforehand yeah. that sometimes goes back seasons to fill in the context. So it was actually, it is surprisingly not that hard to follow.
0: Cool. Yeah. It's not really a hard show. It's just kind of... Who do we want to kill? Who
1: do we hate? <laughs> That's true. The one flaw I'll say in this episode, I guess, is that, like, God bless them, they have to stick with that stupid visual effect of vampires being, like, slightly faster than humans. Yeah. And it always looks like shit. And it I was does. just like, yeah, I had it since the beginning, so I can't really blame you for sticking with it, you know? Uh, and then my last note I wrote was, well, fuck, that kind of ruined my night. <laughs> that was my last note episode, because it ends on a horrifying game of thrones style just red wedding massacre that's
0: why i chose it and yeah i didn't remember where it was in the episode but that is a (laughs) image that is still in my brain from watching that on tv the day it came out
1: and the fact that this is my fifth episode i've ever watched this show and it, it it hits me so hard it's like that's that's why i was like this is just a genuinely great episode of television so yeah you let me watch three subpar tv episodes one kind of promising one, and one kind of great one.
0: So can we go through some characters and I can ask your opinions on them?
1: Absolutely, you can.
0: Because I have some real fun shit to say to you. So let's start with our main girl, Elena. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, uh... (laughs) That's it? Your opinion is "Mm mm-hmm?
1: No, I thought you were going to ask more. Sorry. No, Uh,
0: just her as a person. Elena. What you know about her so far? How are you feeling?
1: Yeah, I really like her as a character, the way she, uh, and obviously is... We'll, we'll put this in tag, but spoiler alert, but uh, oh, yeah. the way she has to become a vampire and her conflict with that. And uh, the way she feels specifically is that she is a good character in that she has specific relationships with every individual person. And I like that. And her, she's
0: kind of the glue. Yeah.
1: And her acting in the first season is like, fine again, not really her fault, but yeah, by the, by these next couple episodes, like her acting has improved so much that I'm just, yeah, I, I think Elena is a really good choice of a lead character in this uh-huh. kind of show.
0: Did you ever get to watch Elena cry?
1: Uh, I don't think she cried during any of these oh episodes. Oh, my
0: God. She scrunches her whole face. Her crying is the ugliest, weirdest, worst TV crying I've ever watched. Hmm. And I forgot to show that to you.
1: I have to look that up. Yeah, later.
0: it's rough. I'll make you watch after.
1: All right. Hit me up with another character.
0: Uh, Caroline.
1: Dude, Yeah honestly by like the third episode i was like dude her friends kind of suck caroline and uh bonnie i was like these guys are kind of assholes just judging her for her own shenanigans yeah then that all changed with uh these subsequent episodes especially this last episode caroline just someone who has like her own goals and uh and the fact that she's also a vampire now is Mm -hmm. a it's just intriguing. I really liked her in that last episode.
0: In season one, and it's such a cool thing to watch who Caroline becomes. Like, her character sucks ass. And then once she's a vampire, you watch her, like, find her confidence. And it's so fun. Also, fun fact there's a storyline at some point where she's a vampire woman and she is pregnant because her and one of the guys from The Fray, you know, the band, that's who she is married to, is one of those men. And she got pregnant in real life, so then she had to be a pregnant vampire. <laughs>
1: Huh, well, what, what fun. So just so you know, we are closing in on the half minute mark. So who is uh, who's another character you like to learn? Okay, okay. I'm sorry, half minute, half hour. Yeah.
0: yeah, okay, I only want a couple more. Okay, perfect. Stefan, just rapid fire.
1: I actually was intrigued by Stefan.
0: Stefan's a piece of shit.
1: He went from a weirdo, but I, I don't know. I, I like characters who have a clear goal and it fucks up everything around them because of that goal. So, like, as, like, the true sad boy of the piece, like, he's a lot more interesting than a lot of other sad vampires. I actually, <laughs> I kind of grew to really like him over these couple episodes. I, Damon. You know, piece of shit, obviously, early on, but by the uh, the fourth season, I was like, ah, oh, I get where they're going with this arc now, because now, yeah, I yeah, see it. you get
0: a little peek.
1: Yeah, it's like, and the actor is really good, Ian, and, uh. Yeah, I, I can see why Team Damon was kind of a big thing. Because, yeah, the, it's the character growth that people really like. It's the reason people like uh, uh, that one guy from Veronica Mars, the guy who sets out a bully and then becomes her Logan. fuck friend. Yes, thank you. And also...
0: Right? I, or is that just the boyfriend from Gilmore Girls? Or oh, Hold on. it Are all white men named Logan?
1: It's a pretty, like, 90s white guy name. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I, 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 I actually... Yeah, I think Stefan was one of my favorite characters, honestly.
0: Okay, we're going to go to some randos. Like, Bonnie.
1: Bonnie, pretty interesting. You know, a bit uh, of her whole sage witch presence. I like that little contrast it adds to everyone else.
0: I did not for a while because in the first two and a half seasons, every black person was a witch and I thought this was racism.
1: That's kind of fucked. (laughs) And
0: then they started having people be witches that weren't black people, black people that were vampires and stuff. And I went, okay, okay, this is fine. I'm fine. Yeah,
1: (laughs) definitely nicer. Like Her relationship with Jeremy is intriguing to me.
0: Ugh! They are such a gross. Will they won't pay.
1: And I like that the I like that she's kind of the mediator between Jeremy and uh, Elena. Cat
0: so- Graham had bad music. That is who plays Bonnie. Cat Graham had okay. bad music. Okay. They all did. Her, the girl that played Caroline, and the girl that played Elena, all tried to have music careers.
1: Oh. And they
0: all separately, and they all made really shitty music.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, I guess we have to end with my boy.
1: Mm-hmm. Tell me about (laughs) Klaus. Uh, yeah, piece of shit. By the end of the last episode, I wanted him dead, like so many ways.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you also know, in fiction, I love a piece of shit. I guess so. uh, Did you not know this?
1: No, I I know this. Okay,
0: I'm like I've been this way for so long.
1: It's not surprising. It's fair though. But yeah, no, I truly hated him by that last episode. Mostly just because he gets a truly great terrible murder.
0: I love the hybrid murder. That's when he kills all 12? Yeah. That's why I picked that one. I didn't get to pick... Can I please tell you one thing that I didn't get to pick? Yeah. That I meant to. Yeah. I meant to pick the horse one. There's a big will they, won't they, between Klaus and Caroline. Yeah. And he draws her a horse. <laughs> and he gives her a piece of art that is just a shitty drawing of a horse. And it is one of my favorite things. Because that is... Not only is the art not amazing, it's the most bullshit, and it's like because she likes horses, it's so <laughs> stupid. But like that shit comes back because, as you know, we later get the spin off the originals, which mm-hmm. is in New Orleans, and that's Klaus and his family in New Orleans. Right. But then later, the one that's coming out now is Legacies, and mm. it's Klaus's kid, and like Caroline's kids that she gets pregnant with. It's all it's the new gen. Yeah. And some shit comes up where, like, they give Klaus's kids some shit that they realize, like, oh, no. Like, your dad bought this for our mom, and it gets back to the will-they-won't-they that Klaus and Caroline had, and it fucked me up. Wow. Yeah. Legacies, the shows get better every one, so, like, Legacies is the best one.
1: Hmm. Good to know.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for letting me yell about it.
1: For sure. That's Vampire Diaries. Uh... I don't know that I will go back and try to finish it all, but I'm less sure of that than when I first never watched it.
0: (laughs) Because I've been yelling about it since like, oh, nine at you. (laughs) Yeah. Again,
1: like that, that first season, it's like, it's not even that that first season is terrible. It's just very specifically what I don't like. I don't like mediocre network television. To me, it's just like a, it's very boring and tedious and kind of annoying but that's purely personal preference. Cuz again, the first like 3 episodes as underwhelming as they are, they're not like terrible, they're just they're TV, you know? And I get you got to kind of judge TV on a grade cuz they don't especially network television at the time where they have to put it on like a hellish schedule yeah. to try to film, write, edit, release it all within a weekly period.
0: Yeah. Like
1: it, that stuff is like, yeah, I can give leeway to that though. I get that. So
0: My favorite fact I will leave you on. Yeah. Is they all got to take something from set when the show wrapped. And the guy that plays Stefan took the ring he wears. Hmm. He was like, I wore this for eight years. Why wouldn't I want this? And so he took the ring he wears, which is his daylight ring.
1: Aw. Well, once again, proving Stefan was always the best character.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you very much for
1: joining us in podcast land. (laughs) Uh, We are team Stefan over here and we'll see you later. No, I hate this. Bye. No. Okay, that's fine. (laughs)